Hello there, and welcome back to the This Is An Album podcast with myself, Jacob, and my wonderful friend as always, Reese. If you're new here, this is the podcast where we talk about albums, if you hadn't guessed by the title, and me and Reese will suggest an album to one another each week, and we just come here and we sit and we talk, and we discuss why we like the album, why we don't like the album. I mean, for the I don't think there's been an album that we haven't liked yet, is there? No, we've been pretty good so far. No. I've, I've tried to find one that you won't like. <laughs> and uh, this, week. We'll, 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 this week we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> but just uh, the usual formalities before we start. Uh, there will be some bad words in this podcast, so if you don't like swearing, um, maybe this isn't the one for you. I mean, we don't swear that much, no. but, you know, if the occasional swear word does bother you, then, you know, jog on. Um, halfway through this podcast, every week we do a little weird and wonderful segment uh, where one of us will bring a piece of music for the other to react to and for you guys to react to as well. Uh, we don't tell each other what it is, um, so it's a completely on the spot thing so this week i have bought the weird and wonderful song uh so we will look forward to that a little bit later and finally there is a penalty word section and for people who are aware of this penalty word section there has been a development in how we're going to do it because essentially at the beginning of the podcast me and reese will write down a penalty word that if the other person says they are due a forfeit at the start of the next podcast However, me and Reese have kind of escaped, quite luckily, the last couple of episodes. Um, so thank you to a good friend of ours, Adrian. He has given us a way of spicing it up a bit. So if neither of us say the other's penalty word, we both do a forfeit at the start of the next podcast. I think it's only I think, fair. I think that's only fair. Um, I th- I, I, I sh- I've struggled ever since my dirty tactic of getting you to say floral. So. Yeah. You know, we'll, uh, we'll we'll get there. But um, yeah, so if neither of us say the penalty word, then we're both due a forfeit. So we've sort of tried a bit hard. Well, I mean, I have been trying, but I've, I think I've just been going a bit too far out there. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that is the layout of the podcast. And so this week, uh, the album is Courtesy of Reese, and that album is Reese. Uh, it is called Themata by the band Carnival. So this one is obviously the one I've bought for you and yeah. it's definitely a little different to what yeah. you would normally listen to and mm-hmm. what I would normally recommend to you because absolutely, if I was to recommend this album to anyone, it wouldn't be you. <laughs> no, definitely not. <laughs> um, but I kind of purposefully wanted, you know, kind of watching back on the episodes and listening back to the episodes, I sort of thought, you know, everything's been very positive and we've i've Mm -hmm. genuinely loved every single album that we've spoken about and i think you have as well Mm -hmm. um so i wanted to throw a bit more of a difficult one you know and yeah and there'll be people that will listen to this that will hate the clips that we'll play yeah and then there are people that will go this is like one of my favorite bands so yeah i thought it was quite a good one i love this album i've been a big fan of these guys for a long time Mm -hmm. um and it's very much up my sort of street yeah, of the definitely. kind of like proggy metal, but not too proggy. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of 
music um so so yeah i suppose that that's kind of the best preface <laughs> yeah no definitely i can definitely. give uh, so jacob take it away what initial thoughts go i really liked it ah. <laughs> i really really liked it because oh, no. i um the way you set it up and i remember adrian also saying oh jesus christ jacob is not going to enjoy this yeah and I, so i kind of went in just go i'm gonna fucking hate this album but i'll listen to it and well i think the problem, I, was... I think the problem was is that either him or someone maybe it was me i can't remember said oh it's a little bit tall oh it was adrian he said oh it was yeah they're yeah. heavily influenced by tall and mm-hmm. tall is like even i'm not really much of a tall fan i think yeah. i think they're great but not, for me it's, for me. it's yeah um definitely uh, but definitely not for you. So no, 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 no. So which is why I kind of went into this thinking I'm just gonna have to slug through it and just yeah. get through it. But <laughs> I was so pleasantly surprised. Um, wow. Okay. So I, I listened to this on the train. I listened to this on the train. It was a, a longish journey, so I had enough time to listen to the whole album back like start to finish. I was yeah really nicely surprised. Um, it's huge. The sound is huge, and obviously, I'm not. I'm not much of a um, connoisseur of the the prog, prog rock, prog metal kind of stuff. Mm. So I kind of don't really have much frame of reference for it. The only <laughs> the only frame of reference that I have comes from the first track on the album, Cote, mm. um, and my instant first thought was like these guys kind of feel like if 30 seconds for Mars were a bit heavier and better <laughs> that was my first like direct and only what? reference what I don't know like there was really? just something about like wow, there was okay. something about it that just reminded me of like it's like the, the Kings and Queens by Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah, it's the big um, production, the big choruses, and, yeah, and like, like the wailing, high pitched vocals. His, his kind stuff. of vocals and stuff. Yeah, I get, yeah, I can see as that. As well, yeah, I actually. wasn't. I, I, when I first, when I started playing the first track, his, he started singing, and I was like, uh, yeah. But then, like, literally within thirty seconds, I was like, actually, I really like his vocals. Oh, cool. Okay. And then that kind of that kind of stayed throughout the album where I, I really liked his vocals and the, the 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 kind of backing vocals and harmonies that kind of go throughout the album from it's, it's, it's like the, he plays guitar the guitarist and synth, Drew, he does Drew like synths Go- and stuff Drew Goddard is his name Drew Goddard what a name I know um, and he, so he um, he not only is he the guitar player for the band um, and he does like mm-hmm. all the arranging because it's like strings and stuff on yes. here as well um, so he played um, the guitar. He does all the backing vocals as well. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, he uh, also played drums on this album. Oh, because they've got that like their their drummer live is he's rugged. Oh, yeah. So like. so yeah. So the drummer that they have now is um is yeah he's an incredible um drummer. But for this album, and I thought it was him, and his name has just escaped me. Um, but. Uh, Drew Goddard actually played drums on this and he was a drummer before wow. he played guitar or anything so he wrote all the music on that's this album sick. and pretty much played all of it apart from bass and vocals mm-hmm. that's awesome yeah really really cool I had no idea until I looked it up so um, sick yeah and he's also in a he he's a, the drummer in a Nirvana tribute band as well as you do there you go that's the natural progression <laughs> between prog and punk yeah 
Um, but yeah, like right off the bat, I was like, okay, this isn't as intense as I thought it was going to be. And no. for a little for a little indie neo soul boy like myself, <laughs> it was quite obviously it was quite a big jump from what I'm usually used to. But then I also had it where like towards the end of the song, there's like a wah solo interlude. And no matter what the context is, if there's a wah solo or interlude, I'm, it gets my vote. I'm there for it. I yeah. just love it. Fair enough. So I, I thought it was a it was a nice start to the album, um, at least easing me into it anyway. Yeah. Um, and it was it wasn't as as kind of death growly and screaming as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, well, I suppose that for some reason that's what um, kind of turns people off this kind of music, isn't it? Like if there was a, you yeah. know if there were scream vocals over this, it would probably be a different story. Yeah. Um, and and even with clean vocals, sometimes just the tone mm-hmm. of someone's voice could put it puts me off a lot of the time anyway you know because yeah I, I really like the music but if there's someone wailing over it that i don't like then yeah. i can't listen to it because that's the main thing no, you, obviously no definitely um it um it, it definitely takes away from because i think i think with with prog i find the instrumental side of it so impressive yeah yeah well i think i think it's impressive but it's also this is a really good example of it being impressive uh you know, there's lots of time stuff and signatures mm-hmm. and guitar solos and crazy drum parts and stuff. But it's all the actual songs are very like like they're all anthems. You know, like the yes. the, the way that they're written is really really um, you know cohesive and they're like beautifully mm-hmm. written songs. Yeah, um, no, absolutely. Should we? Do you when... to... Go on. No, no, go on. I was, I was going to say, do you want to yeah, do you want to listen to a clip of um, yeah, C-O-T-E? Yeah, yeah, yeah. C-O-T-E, by the way. Yeah, what does that stand for? Uh, Centre of the Earth. Nice. There you go. Um, I did a bit of research into, like, the meaning of some of the songs and if there's, okay. a, like, a theme for the whole album. Uh, there isn't. I couldn't find anything. There isn't. <laughs> nice. I, I, couldn't, I could hardly find anything. I could find out roughly what Thumata meant. Uh, right. And Centre of the Earth is what C-O-T-E stands for. Nice. Uh, I found there's there's a song, uh, the fifth track is called Roquefort, uh, which mm-hmm. is actually uh, a French cheese. Fuck yeah. Um, but maybe we'll talk about that in a bit. So this is uh, uh, C-O-T-E. Yeah. go from like one extreme to the other in this song absolutely and and i think my main kind of overview of this album is is like i love an album that keeps me on my toes like obviously you have you have like the general remits for for genres and how the kind of general sound of those 
songs within that genre kind of sound and play right. out. Yeah. And maybe it's because I don't have as much knowledge on the prog stuff that maybe I was just, like I would just be kept on my toes listening to prog rock and stuff. But this album especially, like with with that intro, you've got like the fucking hard hitting drums and guitars, huge sound, and then just bring it right down to the center of the earth with hey. the palm vocals. And like it just kind of, but then it moves again. And then my main, um, the one that kept me on my toes the most between songs, I'm, I'm jumping down the album a bit here, but right. it was um, Scarabs <laughs> into that song, then into Sown and Silent. Yeah. Like the outro of Scarabs, I mean, Scarabs was as far as I'll kind of push my limits, I think, <laughs> with that kind of stuff, because it was just like, I really enjoyed the first half of the album. Mm. And then I think it was, I, I don't know, Scarabs just took me by surprise and was just quite a lot yeah. going on. It feels like you're being very polite about it. No, I, no, I, I did really like, I did really like the album, and I just I, like that was the only thing for me, being yeah. the the not that into prog rock. Well, I mean, just that's, kind of that's not even. I mean, I mean it's more, is, that um, was more metal, isn't uh, it? Yeah, it's like one of their heavy influences um, is Meshuggah which is um, right, okay. like a much, much heavier band. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. And, and Scarabs is, to me, just sounds like an instrumental um, sugar right, okay. tune. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I can see why that... In, in, it, in the context of this album, it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You know, from it, someone, like, it, I, it goes from zero to, to a lot very yeah, quickly. Because between... I, I, I really love um, sugar. I'm a big sugar fan. Mm-hmm. But going, coming from Lifelike into that, because Lifelike yeah, is... Yeah, see, I really liked Lifelike. I liked that song a lot. Yeah. And then, yeah, Scarabs is just sandwiched between two songs I re- like. I, I enjoyed. Yeah. I th- it's, so I think it just sounded a lot heavier than what I was expecting. Yeah, it's definitely supposed to. But it was, it was really quite nice going from, like, just the very intense audible overload of scarabs to then just this really nice picking guitar of Sonin Silent. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> it like was a, really nice. It's like a ballad that song, isn't it? Yeah, Sonin literally. Silent. And that's that's what I mean. Like it the album kept me on my toes. And I really, really enjoyed it just for that that value. Yeah. Um and I was looking at um some kind of like some live videos that they did as well. And they did a triple J cover. Um and they did London Grammar, Hey Now, which is I love that song. Oh, and I love London yeah. Grammar. Oh, I forgot but they like did that. It was so good. Like it was, it was a lot of Triple J um, covers. They tend to go make it their own kind of thing, um, but they sort of did it quite similar to the original. But it worked so nicely, mm. and they had their really crisp guitar tones. And his vocals are really lovely, stripped back. Yeah, um, and it was just really nice to kind of see the difference between this album and what they can actually do if they wanted to you know like they could just go off and make a really chilled couple of songs yeah and then i looked at um another live video i found was uh, alpha omega 
I don't know where that falls within their timeline of releases. Oh. Um, but they had a song, they did like a live session of a song called Alpha Omega. Um, I wouldn't be able to tell you which album it's from. Yeah. yeah oh, there it is. Yeah, from Asymmetry. From there, Asymmetry. 2013, yeah. Yeah, okay. and like that started out really relaxed. Like they had like nice airy synths and there was like a glockenspiel part, like <laughs> really nice and atmospheric. And then it went into the big bit and I loved that because yeah. it was a really nice... It's kind of like the growing, peaking, and then coming back down again. And yeah. it sounded sick. And um, I really, really liked that. So in terms of like, as a whole, I re- I just really liked the band setup that they have because it's not just loud guitars, weird time signatures and screaming. It's yeah. it's actually like, because re- it's really, really well thought out. Yeah, 100%. Um, and for that, I was kind of, like I said at the start, pleasantly surprised by this album. Great. Wow. I'm quite surprised. I'm glad you like it, though. Mm. That's no, I did. Great. Good news. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We, we, we've got a 100% record on these albums. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so what is what is your favourite song on the album? Uh, uh, <laughs> like the first five songs are all kind of equal for me but i do think yeah. i do think the title track is um is amazing yeah i think i think the matter the title track um right it's, it's got to be my favorite i just think it's okay. so like it's probably the only song there are very like few songs in general where ones that i like know so well and i've listened to so many times and they still like give me goosebumps or mm-hmm. i still get excited when i listen to it um, yeah the matter is definitely one of those songs you know when you're just sort of like in a specific mood and you think okay I'm going to listen to that and it really does it for yeah. you this is this is one of those songs where like it all really yeah it, it doesn't get old for me this one mm-hmm <laughs> it's so epic <laughs> yeah it's huge it's very um reminds me of Drew oh yeah yeah, okay, when they I can do their see big that. climatic bits. I just can't believe that. Um, Drew Goddard, the guitarist, played drums on all of this as well. I know, it's I, incredible. I've like, I mean, he's obviously an amazing drummer, so that's, I mean, that's mm-hmm. that's the whole story, isn't it? He's just an amazing drummer. But I've like studied <laughs> some of these songs yeah. over the years to like learn parts and stuff like that. And um, when I just read up, it, the, he, he literally, he wrote like pretty much all the music and he said, oh, our drummer at the time wanted to take it in a different direction or he wasn't the right drummer for this because this is kind of a bit of a newer direction for them as a band right. even though it's their first album they'd had a couple yeah, of EPs before yeah. and um, he, yeah the, the fact that he, he literally just says oh uh, well yeah our drummer at the time wasn't going in the right direction so um, I just did it myself it's like, are you kidding me I've spent like <laughs> weeks <laughs> studying well, you know just thought, why not? Oh, I'll just do it myself. Why not? Yeah, exactly. Easy. So funny. as if it, as if it was just a, a, a an easy task to undertake. <laughs> <laughs>
because on the um, on the drum front, hmm. I was also expecting kind of because the guitars and bass and vocals are so huge and quite wide in their sound. Yeah. I was expecting the drums to be like really reverbed and kind of massive, but they're quite dry, clean drums. Like the yeah. snare's really tight and like it it doesn't it kind of creates a nice almost juxtaposition between the huge guitars and everything else and it's, then just really tight clean drums yeah it's cool production definitely a lot of um prog metal or just me- metal or whatever um you know i mean you all have heard it you know bands like sort of periphery or whatever they have these drum sounds where mm-hmm. it, it's just so massive you've got a snare yeah. that sounds like a you know like a shotgun and then you got a cannon yeah literally for a that's, that's like, what i was expecting and like that's really cool for specific you know styles of music but for i mean this just sounds like a well-recorded drum kit in a room like yeah. you can hear the room sound despite the fact mm-hmm. that there's like 20 tracks of guitars and strings and everything yeah on the absolutely top. like it's really really cool and and the fact that this is their first album as well mm, this is a huge de- start their debut album like it's yeah you know, um, it's a it's a fucking banger of a debut. Yeah, I think. What? How? Where are we? Okay, I think we're halfway through. I think we can have oh, a yeah? little interlude. All right. Yeah, okay. I think we can have yeah, a little interlude, and then we can continue talking. Go on. Oh yeah. Okay. So you've sent it to me, haven't you? Right. Let me yeah. get this loaded up. Do you want to do a bit of explaining what this is before I? Uh... Nope. You don't want to explain anything at all. Nope. Okay. So I've got the file here, and it just says "weird and wonderful." Just for. Just so, so you know, I have, I don't know. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. All right. Are you, <laughs> grow up. Grow up. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. I I was. Did you, I, did I you was think of totally... that half an hour ago? Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. I was... I'm also hoping I'm also hoping that my friend Will is listening to this because Will, fuck you. If you're listening, that's three all. Me and Will have gone back to being children and we've been trying to rip roll each other and we've got a tally. Um so that was to spite him and also to be a bit of a knob. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't even get to two seconds in and I've stopped it already. <laughs> there was, there was, oh, I did have a backup if you want to do a backup or if you just want to leave it at that, we can. No, go, go on, go for you. We're not going to listen to it. <laughs> we can. We're not going to listen to it. Um, <laughs> God's sake. I can't, I can't believe I just rip rolled like you and eight other people listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Go on. So, what was the second option? Or... The other one was something that we mentioned the other uh, in a previous episode that I feel like people should listen to or at least have a snippet of is Shrek is Love, Lord Farquaad. Oh yeah. Oh well, let's play a little clip of it. I I that was my backup because it is a great tune and any excuse Genu- to listen to it. Genuinely a great tune. And I I just love his backstory that he's like from Berkeley, an incredibly talented musician, and just chooses to do this. (laughs) So yeah, if you hadn't gathered, the the theme of this album is Shrek, and it's just called Shrek is Love, and they're all Shrek-themed songs. This one's Lord Farquaad. I might be short, but what I like in... Hi, I make up 
for enforcing my day and night. I try to rid this land of fairy tale creatures, but to be king. <laughs> I kind of forgot how good it was. <laughs> it's so catchy. Yeah. And my I, I, my favorite one is um, giant steps to the castle. <laughs> What's that? It's us on the second one. Oh, is it? <laughs> um, and it, they like there's a guy just rapping, and I just think the lyrics are genius. It's so catchy. I don't think I know this. Oh, it's so good. Let's just we'll listen to like the first verse or two. Like if a mainstream neo soul artist had this as their instrumental, yeah. it'd be sick. Yeah. But it's just <laughs> <laughs> if if Moonchild could grow up and do some yeah. memes. Yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to take the princess back, you quick to fail. Check my skin, I do it on a bigger scale. Is he trying to sound like, like um? Oh, he's, he's rapping from the perspective. He's the dragon, and it, he I I feel like he's trying to sound like Donkey. Oh, okay. But he's, it, it's from the perspective of the dragon. To the mic booth, boy, I spit fire. Thinking she gonna leave with you? You're not sober. For you, it's over. But she ain't trying to date an ogre. You ugly. So if you think she'll treat you, you ugly. You ugly. This ain't beauty in the beast. Uh, it's no wonder why you panicking. Trying to take giant steps, stumbling like Flanagan. I hook the track up, then I get my swag on. I'm a dragon. Flow just drag on. Just like oh, that's that is right. Just, that is genius. <laughs> that is just oh, oh, fire. So good. But yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought that's a good backup to yeah. my initial proposal. Right, you redeemed yourself. I was about. To, I did redeem myself. I was about but... to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be like the second time that you wanted to quit the podcast due to my stupid antics. Oh man! <laughs> Thank God we don't have a HR team. <laughs> yeah, no. but yeah, uh, I highly recommend listening to Shrek is Love. Um, it's just good fun, but with great, great backing. It's good. It's good stuff. Really good. Um, yeah. So right. Back to the matter. Um, my favourite track. Oh yeah, go. On. Is Roquefort. Ah, okay. I've got an interesting thing about Roquefort. But okay, go, go ahead. Because I um, it was because I obviously listened to it start to finish and was kind of making notes as I got through each song, and that was definitely the one that I just kind of sat and listened to without worrying about making notes because I really enjoyed it. Hmm. Um, I just loved listening through it instead of focusing on what I enjoyed rather than just listening to it yeah and then I watched um I watched a live video of them playing at the forum yeah that whole which forum there's plenty of forums but I can't remember which one that was yeah I don't know either it just says the forum yeah and um like they're they're so good live like the sound is just as good as it is on the album that gig's incredible they have a song called dead man which is off a different album uh, and they did that at the forum as well and that's um, right that live version is one of their listen to uh like plays on on spotify and on streaming and stuff it's incredible Mm -hmm. it's really really good Right. Um, but yeah, the interesting thing with Roquefort, which we're definitely not saying right because it's a French word, but um, yeah. there you go. Sorry to our French listeners. 
so other than the fact that it's named after a French cheese, oh, where am I going? Um, uh, it was originally written and actually recorded before. <sighs> the version on this album is actually mm-hmm. not the full version. The the f- oh. the full version of it uh, is on um, an EP that they did called Set Fire to the Hive. Oh yeah, with, with Empire Horns. With Empire Horns. Wow. And cool. and it was originally written to have a horn section with it, and they didn't put it on the album. And I don't really know why. Um, but oh, wow. Th- but this is a full version of the song um, with horns on it, and it's awesome. Sick. It's so so good. Okay. Slightly incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> This, this could be in The Incredibles. Oh, that's so cool. It's so good. It's like, um... It's like Snarky Puppy and... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like Snarky Puppy, Carnival, and, like, a bit of Drew the Drew. Um... <laughs> Oh, it's sick. Yeah, so cool. The, uh, yeah, the chorus is good, I think. Oh, here we go. Yeah, so the second verse. The second verse is awesome. Second I don't know why. Great. Oh, that's. I don't know why that wouldn't have ended up on the debut album because that's know. that's huge. Yeah. So that um, EP was released two thousand five. Same year, but obviously same year. I think it was um, released earlier. So I think that came out. Oh, I can't tell. Um, before that's the phenomenal. album, I think. But yeah, that's so good. It's good stuff. Because <laughs> I, I was listening. The the, the the other reason why I liked Rogue Fort was. The beauty of wearing a mask on the train was I had like this, just like my dirty look of like, oh yeah, that's good. But no one could see, which was just maybe allowed I could express my facial expressions in public without being judged. So I, <laughs> for that, I was quite grateful. <laughs> but yeah, oh, that's huge. Like I said, it reminds me of like I could just pitch that on the Incredibles soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. There's um, and then. The, speaking of um, uh, films that it reminds me of. Oh yeah. Uh, wait, what so- what song is it in? Oh, it's in Lifelike. Okay. The S- ending to Lifelike is up there with my favourites as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. So Lifelike was the first um, single that they released off this album. 
uh, and it's definitely got like it's got a more dated sound I think I th- it sounds a lot more um, sort of like new metal it, like it, it, right. it sounds like sort of like a corn song like he's kind of got a bit of that kind of uh, spoken word um, mm-hmm. like almost rapping kind of vocals right okay I don't know um, but it's also got loads of like industrial kind of sounds in it um, okay and uh, you know robots the film robots yeah where there's the um, they have like the big factory where they're making all of those um, big machines that are going to take over the city yeah and they and they have the song where they have loads of like metal clanking noises oh, right. and stuff like that if you listen to a part in this song it i don't know it made me think of that this is back back to reese's brain of this reminds me of something that's completely unrelated. I mean, we've gone for two very innocent animated films <laughs> the incredibles and robots <laughs> this probably wasn't what they were going for Mate, with this album two of the best animated films oh absolutely uh let me see if i can find it on set. This section here. <laughs> Can you not imagine? God <laughs> That's brilliant. That's yeah. I can. That's I good, can see it? that. I can see that. I'm gonna have to put a video clip over the top of it. Of yeah, you just have to do some editing now. Editor Reese, go. <laughs> No, I can see that. The ending's filth. Um, the ending's good. But the thing is, though, I mean, it's a great chorus. I, I've, mm. I've thought for, like, a, a, a while about this album, but then other sort of, like, albums in this kind of style where... I think if the choruses were arranged for like clean instruments or like as a pop song or as something else, yeah. I'd I'd love to kind of hear what it sounds like and what people would think of it then without all of the distortion. Well, no, and, definitely, and, and, definitely. And the kind of you know the the front of what this kind mm-hmm. of metal sounds like. Because even even rhythmically, you could kind of take some of the rhythms here and apply it to a pop tune or an indie tune yeah. and it would be it'd be a banger like it would be a little yeah. bit more on the alternative side obviously but it would still it wouldn't be out of place yeah um which yeah. is probably why i did get on with this album a little bit more than than i thought i would yeah i mean um, they've, he's got some uh he writes amazing um melodies the um mm. the singer i can't remember his name ian yeah. something i think what's his name ian kenny um ian kenny yeah uh yeah some of his melody writings um amazing and the way that i've seen like with, this um, album described by kind of um, magazines and stuff is saying that it is just it's just every single song is just full of like anthemic <laughs> melodies yeah absolutely and i liked <laughs> I remember when i was watching the, uh, the 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 live video at forum it was like um i just the bass player i just all i saw was alex griffith's tree trunk bass oh yeah and i was like that is <laughs> so prog <laughs> yeah it's but what I love what I love about the bass is um, which I wrote it down because it was really cool 
is that was in, in Thamata. Mm. Um, I listen to the bass quite a lot, and for the this is an arrangement thing massively, but like for everything that's going on, the bass feels like it's mirroring the vocals, or it's kind of it, the bass oh, okay. has kind of its own melody part that just intertwines perfectly with everything else and it's yeah. not like an overload of of sound and melodies and stuff yeah which is why i kind of again like a lot of factors kind of contributed to me enjoying this album more far more than i expected to and it was like little embellishments like that that i wouldn't have if i just kind of gone into it ignorantly and gone out oh, fuck it, i don't like prog rock or whatever <laughs> i wouldn't have i wouldn't have kind of indulged in it the way i have but like loads of little things like that throughout the time there's probably loads more like the subtle strings that that crop up as well in various bits around yeah. the album it just it, I, I think it's such a clever cleverly written album yeah and then you kind of go through all of this chaos and cool melodies and stuff and then you end the album with what's it what's the last track called um, change change part one mm. it's so nice yeah it's beautiful it's and- such a beautiful end to an album yeah it's um so part one meaning that the f- uh, there's a song called change on the next album um right uh on uh sound awake which is the next album that they released mm-hmm. um they have a song called change and that's like the, obviously the first half of it so yeah um no i thought yeah. again it was a i wasn't expecting it like mm. going through this album and then you're suddenly struck with this airy relaxed ambient sounding end ending track Because here I was expecting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So nice. This is the bit in robots where they find his. You know, you know where the dominoes are, and they find his massive abandoned. They see all the drawings and the sketches. How many other things can we tie to Pixar to, to films? <laughs> to pick, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's so pretty. It's really lovely, and it just kind of moves nicely. And you kind of you just sit there and reflect on the album, <laughs> just, <laughs> just have a real moment of yeah <laughs> inner searching. But yeah, I think like the like I said at the start, the kind of the keeping. The listener on on their toes is such an important thing for me now. I find, in yeah. terms of obviously, you you can have music to kind of listen to, and your go to albums and stuff. But I I really enjoy albums that come across like this that that you recommend or I come across that like you just don't know what's going to happen. And I I think it makes for such an enjoyable time and listen. Yeah. When you're kind of like trying to anticipate what's coming but you have no idea what's about to happen yeah like yeah. i like i said with change like that like crackly bit you just expect this dirty drop c riff to come in but then you're just struck with <laughs> no Woo! No! <laughs> <laughs> fuck oh yes. no was it actually drop c no riff <laughs> oh fuck <laughs> How have I gone this far? I've, I've, we've gone 45 minutes. 45 have, minutes oh, and you haven't said it. I was really panicking. Do you know what? I, you nearly said mine as well. What was it? 
Mama's death growl and you said scream because ah. I said death growl and screaming vocals and I was hoping that you would say yeah like with death growling and I was going to go well I'm victorious but no fucking <laughs> stupid riffs fucking hate them <laughs> speaking of riffs what's your favourite riff off the album now that you've said it probably the intro to Roquefort yeah yeah it's a... so catchy yeah um, that or um, the intro to verse in Fear of the Sky yeah fear of the sky was one of those songs that i really um that's that's got the most kind of intricate rhythmical stuff in it Mm -hmm. it's got a really strange um pattern in it it's all in like it's all in just straight you know four but um but yeah the um god i sound like a prog fan now oh no (laughs) oh no But you know how I was saying earlier when um, you know when I found out that Drew Goddard played the drums on it. Did drums? I, I I spent like weeks learning this song. But yeah, I, this is uh, a cracking riff. Guitar <laughs> <Prick>. line. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, the, my favourite guitar lines in this album are <laughs> oh, Roquefort and Fear of the Sky. So, yeah, I, I'll be doing the forfeit. Fuck's sake. Everyone's sending me forfeits. I was so close to queuing, like, the kind of wrapping up of general conversation. and I didn't even force that out of you. You just said it. No, you didn't. You didn't. I was just... I was, I was really enjoying talking about this album. Now I fucking hate it. Yeah, well... Well, there you go. There we go. We'll have there to we play, go. We'll have to play Scarabs now. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> want to listen to Scarabs. There's a lot. I love it. It's so good. And it ha- it has the bit at the um at the end where it has like these it has got screaming actually in this yeah it's like the scream bit at the end and it's like horrifying (laughs) where is it is it here yeah see this is what i thought the album was gonna be yeah but listen to that like it's like they have all the whistling in the background they have someone going yeah it's just and then they just they're just sort of easing you in and then just I love it, but if you'd given me an album of all, it was all oh, that. I, I would, would never I would do not that. have. I would not have. Um, no. 
I'd have just cancelled. I'd have started. I'd have started the intro and gone. I'm not doing this podcast. I don't like it. Um, but on the whole, I really, really enjoyed this album. Amazing. Um, I'm so glad. And uh, I was, I was thinking about next week's album. Oh yeah. And I was thinking about maybe throwing a real curveball in there Ooh. and going like doing the same of what you've done. Yeah. However, there's an album that I've been listening to religiously okay. um, for the last couple of weeks that we both know, and I think we both, I think you like it as well. Okay. Um, but I think it's a brilliant album, and uh, that is What's Inside is More Than Just Hand by Feet. Ah, I showed you that album. You did, actually. Yeah, of course you did. <laughs> there, happily. You we'll did. We'll happily talk about it. You did. You did show me that album. Yeah, I've been listening to that so much over the last couple of weeks because I kind of listened to it loads when you showed it to me and then stopped and now I'm back into it yeah um, but listening to it so many times made me realise what a good album it is yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's so great. I think I think that will be the one that we discuss next week if Definitely. you're happy with that yeah yeah I should probably say actually I didn't actually discover this one either it was my mate from work Dylan actually showed me big um, up Dylan this, this album so uh, so courtesy to him really he showed me it so there you go Thanks, Dylan. <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yeah, so next week we'll talk about feet. <laughs> <laughs> Hi there, this is a foot fetish album. <laughs> Welcome to This is a Foot Fetish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's funny. Um, yeah, we'll be talking about the band feet. Yes. In the meanwhile, um, uh, send over your yeah. um, forfeit requests. Please do. Oh, I'm excited. Pricks. No, that was good. That was fair play. See, that, see that's what we we planned the forfeit thing to be, but we neither of us have just said the others. No, yeah. Thing. No, Riff was a good one. Well, fair and square. I mean, I did Rick roll you halfway through. So you I did, yeah, I you deserved it. I suppose it. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Will, if you've listened this far, it's three all, mate. Unlucky. Unlucky Will. Um, yeah. Great. But I have, I have, thank you for to you for bringing this album. Thank you to Dylan for recommending you this album. Um, I really enjoyed it. So much to my own surprise and everyone else's surprise. I'm surprised as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, really, really enjoyed it. Um, oh, we're also... Um, We've got a playlist now, haven't we? We have, yeah. Um, I was thinking of doing a, uh, like setting up a playlist of kind of our two or three favourite songs from each album. Uh, mm-hmm. And while I was thinking about it, uh, I got a message from uh, Tom Shrimpton. If you're listening, Tom, thank you. Um, Hi, Tom. And yeah, so we've got a playlist now on Spotify with sort of our favourite two or three um, songs from each album. So you can kind of, um, you know, listen to the kind of stuff that we are into at the moment I guess <laughs> I can't wait for it to go from like None of My Friends by Liz Lawrence yeah. to Scarrows <laughs> <laughs> no that won't be on there <laughs> no 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 I, yeah. I think I reckon oh that's what we should do we should um, at the end of talking about each one we should add two songs from the album to the playlist now yeah okay right so, so I reckon we, we, I've done three pick, from each album so let's okay pick, yeah let's, let's do three so let's let's, let's pick three uh, if I can um, That's that. Oh, that was where we mentioned uh, Shrek is Love was in the the Pop Therapy album, episode two. What did we talk about? I Shrek remember, is I, Love. I remember mentioning oh, one of the synth sounds, and on the Pop Therapy album, there was a synth sound. That oh, me of Shrek is Love. yeah, you're right. 
it's hey it's a big musical influence it, it is <laughs> okay um, so um i'm uh, definitely going to put in here we go why don't so this is the album that i bought to you so why don't you pick your two favorite and i'll have my favorite perfect i'm going to go with roke four and fear of the sky ah awesome okay here we go so roke four and fear of the sky and i'm going to put thamata in as well boom so there you go so that's three the more songs and this is now on playlist there you go. and if you know an hour and 21 so far it's not bad it's pretty good that's a good walk <laughs> that's, that's a heck of a walk that is a good walk so yeah we've, yeah, got, we've got some we've, great great tunes in there yeah yeah it goes from from lou and the yakuza to that's a good with, transition actually lou and the yakuza into the mask and the mask yeah yeah that works well uh, yeah. Maybe maybe not video um, agent to Roquefort, but pop <laughs> therapy. <laughs> so yeah, I've got a link. Uh, we've got a link to um, the playlist, our YouTube and Spotify, uh, and all of that um, on our sort of link tree thing. All that good stuff. Which is um, yeah. So yeah, a, a, another successful album, and we hope that you liked it or you got something out of this, even if it wasn't your thing join me in learning more about progressive rock and metal absolutely yeah <laughs> definitely and and like i say most weeks that's why i love doing this is because I, w- I would never have gone out of my way to listen to this album had you not recommended it to me so yeah you know, as always it's it's working it's working nicely even if no one listens you and me are going on a we're having a musical nice time, discovery oh, no, i love it it's great <laughs> yeah. it's a, a lovely lovely time in my week to talk oh, about these albums mine too. and so next week we'll be talking about uh what's inside is more than just ham by feet and <laughs> i will be doing a forfeit for the first time in a couple of weeks so yep. as reese mentioned do send in any ideas that you have nothing too illegal um and yeah i think that's everything yeah great well, so thanks for watching. yeah we'll um speak to, well, speak to you in between this time in the next podcast but I'll speak to you next week (laughs) (laughs) see you next week see you later bye